Yeah, I like it. Sounds different in the headphones. Hey, top of the day to you. My name is Mike. I'm your host. This is the FBTV podcast. We get together every Wednesday for, I don't know, a half hour, 45 minutes, maybe an hour sometimes. It's September 28th, Wednesday, 2022. Lots of stuff going on uh, today. Hurricane down uh, should be hitting land in Florida today. Now, just so you know, we record the podcast before you actually hear it, obviously. And uh, this has been recorded on Tuesday, the uh, 27th. And right now it's uh, over Cuba, scheduled to hit Florida just about the time you might, well, Wednesday, about the time we uh, post this podcast or the podcast drops where you can hear it. So for those good folks in Florida, it looks like the word's been uh, received well. People have been getting out of Dodge, boarding up, doing what they do in Florida so well. Thoughts and prayers with them, obviously. If you're in a truck, hopefully you were aware of this. Same if you were a broker or even a dispatch service. You've been aware of the hurricane. And you took precautions. You either told the truck to sit. Maybe you maybe you told the customer, no, this isn't a good idea to move that load right now if it's going down to South Florida or anywhere in the Gulf probably. <clears throat> Want to wait this one out. I uh, had a load years ago, and it was going out to Carolina somewhere I don't remember. I was dispatched on it. I knew about the hurricane that was getting ready to uh, hit the uh, East Coast. Apparently, my dispatcher didn't. I called them, and I said, hey, I'll pick it up, but you know there's a hurricane getting ready to hit right where I'm supposed to be taking this load. (laughs) And they said, what? (laughs) They had no clue. So if you're a broker, dispatch, oh, to end that story, yeah, they they took me off the load, put me on something else, but... If you're a broker, a dispatcher, maybe a dispatch service, you've got to keep an eye on these kind of things. You know, we got the, well, we got hurricane season now. And you know what's next? Snow, ice. So keep your eyes on that stuff. All right. Okay. What are we talking about today? September 28th. It's Wednesday. Today is Good Neighbor Day. Strawberry Cream Pie Day. Rabies Day. Man, rabies, that's always scared me. I, you know, just those shots in the belly. You, you know what I mean? I, I was in the hospital a while back, and they gave me a shot shot in the stomach for, uh, what was it for? Blood thinner, maybe? I don't remember, but it was it was not a joyous occasion. <laughs> Let's put it that way. But those people that get rabies, they have to take those rabies shots. It's a, it's a, it's a full load. It's a full schedule of shots, isn't it? Or they have they are they doing something different now? But anyway, yeah. Anyway, rabies day, school milk day as well. Uh, this week we are bringing the great American breakfast month to a close. And as I've said before, if you're in the South, the great American breakfast biscuits and gravy. Honorable mention, obviously, goes out to grits. I've never had, never, have I ever had real grits? I used to, every once in a while, I'd have uh, those instant grits. You know, like uh, 
they still even make those. I haven't had them in so long. But I tell you what I like to try. Don't know if I'd like it or not. I like shrimp, but shrimp and grip, grits, you know? That, that sounds almost, well, I've seen it on TV. You know, the cooking shows, it looks pretty good. But who knows? Anyway, topic for today, going to be double brokered loads. I had a client asking about that, and I thought, well, that'd be a good topic for today. I'm going to be talking about how to protect yourself from a double brokered load. If you're a broker, trucking companies, you got to be careful with that stuff. People say it's illegal to double broker a load. No, it's not illegal. Turn into a nightmare. What is illegal is trip leasing. That went out many, many years ago. Uh, Trip leasing was a form of legal brokering. Actually, it wasn't really legal, but people got away with it. But uh, what was it, MAP21? That that did away with uh, trip leasing. But anyway, we're going to be talking about fuel prices too. Um, Be sure to watch every Tuesday. Every Tuesday, a new video drops on YouTube. It's our fuel and rates update video. We'll be talking a little bit about rates and fuel, fuel cost anyway. Today's impossible question. (laughs) Women take 20 seconds longer than men to do this. (laughs) Women take 20 seconds longer than men to do this. And no, it has nothing to do with the bathroom. Every so often we'll do Q&As. If you got a question, maybe comments, maybe you want to send us a message, you can do that. You can uh, contact me, email me at fbtv at freightbrokertv.com. We have contact forms on our website. You'll find those at freightbrokertv.com, and you can even Skype us. Just do a search on your Skype app for FBTV. That's short for Freight Broker TV, obviously. And... Uh, You'll find us, send us a message. You can even call us, leave a message. But as I always tell you, if you do that, if you call and leave a message on our Skype, don't be surprised if you hear yourself on a future podcast or even a video. Well, summer's officially over. At least where I'm at, it's been kind of hard to tell. The uh, temperatures, finally, I think we're getting a reprieve starting yesterday. <clears throat> if you're wondering, I'm in Arkansas. It is, uh, well, the low today is 52, 88 for the high. Thursday, tomorrow, the high is going to be uh, 79. So, yeah, we're getting in there. The lows are in the 50s. Wow, Friday, the low is going to be 49. Saturday, too. Going camping this weekend. My wife and her friends, her girlfriends she went to high school with, they all, well, generally get together, try to at least once a month, you know, congregate, talk girl stuff, whatever it might be. Talk about the old days. But uh, this month they decided to go camping. So we're going to take the RV, and I'm going to be part of it, I guess. But i got to take the boat, too. 
I gotta go fishing. Let the girls gab. I'll go fish. Make the days go by better. <laughs> well, you know, the girls, they got their stuff to talk about. I have nothing to do with that. <clears throat> but I'll find something to do. Cook. Yeah, I've got to start that today, too, because I have been elected to uh, smoke a pork butt. So I'm going to brine it. I need to get that in the brine so I can get it smoked uh, <clears throat> Thursday. So we can take it Friday. Anyway, next week, kind of hopefully have good things to say about what happened during the camping trip with my wife and the girls. <laughs> anyway, all right, what's happening around the uh, transportation industry when it comes to news? Well, Canada, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, he signed off on Canada dropping the vaccine requirement for people entering the country. That's going to be... Uh, Effective September 30th, Canada, like the U.S., has required foreign nationals to be vaccinated when entering the country. No change in the mandate is expected in the U.S., though. Trudeau, he's kind of, well, he's your problem, Canada. We all have our problems. <laughs> he's your problem. Tesla recalls one million cars over a window problem. Tesla was forced to recall more than 1 million electric cars in the U.S. over windows that could pinch documents as they were being rolled up. <laughs> oh, my goodness. The automatic windows are supposed to stop if they detect an obstacle as they close, but Tesla said production testing carried out in August revealed a flaw in the windows automatic reversal system. So I guess it's kind of like a garage door. You know, if it senses something, it won't close all the way or trap you in there or something. Anyway, here are the uh, recall models 2017 through 2022, Model 3, 2022, 2021, Model Y, 2021 to 2022, Model S and Model X vehicles. But <laughs> Tesla owners won't need to bring their vehicles in to be serviced or anything. They got you covered, man. The electric car company said the issue can be addressed through an online software update. <laughs> yeah, the world's changed. <clears throat> Just not the same anymore. And you know what? I remember when I was a kid. I don't think windows back, you know, power windows on cars when I was a kid, they had no automatic stop. Hey, if you were dumb enough to put your finger between the window and the top of the door frame well you were dumb enough to receive the consequences right <laughs> not anymore not anymore gonna protect you from gonna protect you from yourself seatbelt laws that's what they're designed to do i was many years ago i was down in uh, uh south south uh, what east texas down around houston area and I was talking to a lawyer that I met in a hotel lounge, and uh, we started talking about seatbelt laws. And he says, yeah, that's what seatbelt laws, laws are for. They're to protect you from yourself. <laughs> okay. All right. August trailers orders are up. Big truck trailers. U.S. trailer orders in August jumped compared with a year earlier, but uh, we're still tepid. 17,700. 
third lowest this year and barely up from July's total. ACT Research, Act to Research, if you will, reported citing trailer makers' preliminary numbers. A year earlier, orders were at 12,366. In July, orders reached 16,997. The year's second lowest point, that's according to ACT, which reported fleets still want to make sure that their orders are in queue. Now, David Geisen, vice president of sales for Strofton Trailers, Strofton, did I pronounce that right? Unless freight volumes significantly drop or trucking companies stop making money, demand for trailers will be there for a long time. Yeah, you're right. That's one thing that uh, you can count on. All right. Rhode Island truck only tows was finally defeated in court, if you've been keeping up with that. Rhode Island's tow scheme directed at certain type of tractor trailers was ruled unconstitutional by a federal court last week. And a sound defeat for the state's attempt to make the trucking industry pay for the repair of its roads and bridges. William E. Smith, not to be confused with Slapper Will, <laughs> he's the uh, presiding U.S. District Court judge over this case, wrote that the plan to tax trucks and only trucks was indeed discriminatory and illegal. So no Rhode Island tolls. Well, the holidays are right around the corner. You got big plans yet? I'm not talking about Halloween. Not talking about Thanksgiving. I'm talking about the last one, Christmas. If you're looking for a cool gift, we got mugs on our website. <clears throat> Coffee mugs. The FBTV official podcast mug is available on our website. Check it out. Got a special price on it. Uh, you can order it uh, by visiting our website. FreightBrokerTV.com, and you will have it in plenty of time before Christmas. If you're having a birthday today, happy birthday to you. You're in pretty good company, actually. Uh, Ed Sullivan, remember him? And now, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Ed Sullivan's show on Sunday nights. Remember the Beatles, Elvis? Anyway, he was born on this day back in 1902, 1926. Jerry Clower the uh, Southern Comedian. He was pretty good. Born on this day back in 1926. Bridget Bardot. Having a birthday today. Rod Roddy. The uh, longtime voice of The Price is Right. Born on this day back in 1937. If you're wondering, hey, did hey Mike, did uh, anything interesting happen today in history? Well, sort of. In uh, 1850... The U.S. Navy abolished flogging as a form of punishment. In 1892, the first nighttime football game takes place in Mansfield, Pennsylvania, between Mansfield University and Wyoming Seminary. And while we're there, you see this in the headlines, the news? This college student threatened to blow a nuclear reactor if their football team lost. <laughs> University of Utah police officers arrested an engineering student accused of threatening to detonate a nuclear reactor on a campus if the school's football team didn't win over the weekend. <laughs> Boy, that's, that, now, if that's, now, you know, if that's not motivation, I don't know what is. The student, a 20-year-old woman, is accused of posting the threat on the anonymous social media platform Yik Yak. I got so many of that stuff now. 
University of Utah police said the woman is an engineering student at the university who attends class in the same building where the uh, reactor is housed and has knowledge of the nuclear reactor. Hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. (laughs) She was booked into the Salt Lake County Jail on the second-degree felony charge of threat of terrorism. The Utes, however, did win the game 35-7 over San Diego State. But anyway, come on. Poor girl. She don't have a clue. She may have been just kidding. Could have been just kidding. But her her life is ruined now. You know, 20, 30 years from now. Yeah, I did that. Yeah, I did that. Well, we'd like to give you the job, but is it true you threatened to? (laughs) Yeah, I did. But I was just kidding. Yeah, we can't use you, girl. Can't use you, girl. You're going to have to go on and find another job someplace else. Try Sonic, McDonald's, Wendy's. Actually, they pay pretty good these days. I remember when I started working, I see my first job was uh, being a dishwasher at a place called Mr. B's. And I found out real quick I did not like to wash dishes. <clears throat> Nice guy, Mr. B. He really was the uh, chef. He had been a chef to one of the big country clubs here in town. Started his own restaurant. And I remember, hey, you, Mike, you hungry? Let me let me fix you something to eat. Yeah, he fixed me an egg. One egg. <laughs> nice. I mean, he was a nice guy. I'm, you know, but uh, yeah, my, my next job is Hardee's. I think what what I think minimum wage back then I'd have to double check but I think it was like dollar twenty, dollar ten something like that an hour. But anyway, was what it was. Then my next job after Hardee's, where'd I go? No, Arthur Treacher's Fish and Chips. Now you're getting my whole life story. Worked my way up to. Uh, I worked my way up to assistant district manager. Assistant, because I uh, was still in school. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. All right, back in today in history, let's get back to that. We got interrupted with the uh, the girl that threatened to blow up the nuclear reactor if the team lost. They didn't. Let's see, this date back in 1928, member. Oh, yeah, okay. You'll, you'll know this story. You ever see the movie Eight Men Out? This is the day. Eight members of the Chicago White Sox indicted for allegedly throwing the 1919 World Series against Cincinnati Reds in what became known as the Black Sox Scandal. That happened on this day back in 1920. This day, of course, being September 28th, 2022. All right, let's talk about double brokering for a moment. Double brokering, how to protect yourself as a broker from... Being double broker. Well, first of all, we've got to uh, understand that double brokering is not illegal. It's legal. What is illegal is doing it fraudulently. What uh, is illegal is trip leasing. Most will call it co-brokering. That's when a freight broker maybe this freight broker has a truck that can move the loan. And this freight broker has the load they can that will work for that truck. But the two brokers get together. They do an agreement. Usually it's in writing. And uh, 
one broker will handle all the paperwork while the, uh, the profit on the load is split between the two brokers. Now, the reason one broker handles all the paperwork, so it all stays under one roof. You know, usually the broker with the load, since they are doing the billing, they're going to be doing, well, you know, they're, they're going to be handling all the paperwork as far as the confirmations and such. That, there's nothing wrong with that. Brokers do that all the time. But I still recommend to my clients, be careful. You never know when you might get bit doing something like that. But true double brokering, <clears throat> and usually what everybody's concerned about, is when you got a sneaky freight broker that is also associated with the trucking company. And what I mean by that, it's a trucking company that also has a brokerage, and you got a broker that works for the trucking company. They see a load they can broker on the load board. It boils down to that broker being too lazy to go out and find you their, their, their own customers. So they use the load board. They find a load on the load board. They call the uh, broker with that load that is posted on the load board. And instead of representing themselves as another broker, they meet, mislead the broker with the load and uh, toward the broker with the load believes they are dealing with a dispatcher from that trucking company. Well, the one doing the double brokering, the one acting like he's from a trucking company, he has access to all that paperwork. See what I mean? So instead of sending over the broker package, he or she will be sending over the carrier package. Anyway, the original broker that has the load, they assume they're doing business with a trucking company. When in reality, no, dealing with the broker. And that broker's going to double broker that load to somebody else. So what happens? Why would they do that? Well, it's easy for, for somebody does, that does that stuff. They think it's easier to make money doing that. Well, you're, you're cutting, you're, you're not going to be making as much. Maybe that original broker, if they were making $300 off the load, you might be making $50 if you're the one doing the uh, scam. That's not really a scam. It is a scam if you want to get right down to it. Anyway, point is, how do you protect yourself from something like that? Well, if you're the broker with the load, you need to tell your customer which trucking company should be backing up to their dock, who should be picking up the load. Just let them know on every load. You know, hey, Jim, Mike, Taltoa, listen, the truck is supposed to be picking up that door, that load. Make sure it says XYZ on the door, whatever. And if it isn't that trucking company, don't load the truck. Call me. So you get the call from your customer. Hey, it's not XYZ. What do you want me to do? Tell your customer to ask the driver to call you or put the driver on the phone. They're probably standing right there. When the driver gets on the phone, just let the driver know there's an issue with the paperwork. You need to talk to their dispatcher. Get the phone number. Just let them know, hey, the sooner we can get this straightened out, the sooner I can get you loaded and out the door. Now, call the dispatcher. That truck, that truck driver will give you their number, the number to that dispatcher. Call the dispatcher. <clears throat> let them know, hey, that load your truck is there to pick up. Actually, that's my load. 
Apparently, this load was double brokered. We do not allow our loads to be double brokered, and that's something else. You want to make sure in all your paperwork, it states your loads may not be double brokered, period. Okay. Now, if you're going to be co-brokering, you can extend that unless an agreement has been made in writing, blah, blah, blah. You get the idea, right? But tell the dispatcher, hey, uh, that's my load. Apparently, I was double brokered. You don't want to be double brokered either, do you, buddy? They're going to say no because they know they're getting they're they're they're, they're getting dipped twice on the rate because I I've made some money off that load and the broker who's double brokering the load to that trucking company obviously they made money off of it too. So the way I do it, I'll just tell them, hey, you know, you can still haul the load. I have no problem with that. If you want to haul the load, this is what I'm going to pay you. I'm going to pay them. I'm going to offer them the original money that I had promised to the broker that was pretending to be the trucking company. Get the idea? All right. 99.999% of the time, the dispatcher's going to say, yeah, let's do it. All you got to do is set up with that trucking company now if they are not already set up. And the uh, one who tried to double broker the load, they're out the door. Matter of fact, you don't even need to say anything to them. I've had clients that call them just to rub their nose in it, but they always hang up from that call feeling worse because it turned into a heated argument, <laughs> discussion. My recommendation, just leave it alone. You know, they, they, they know they got busted. They will know, you know, more times than not, it'd be the trucking company. But see, you protected yourself from being double brokered. And that is just laziness. You know, if there's a broker out there and they got to use load boards to find a, you know, a load, they're just being lazy. They got to go off, they got to get off their rear end, get out there and find customers. We train people how to do that. You know, a lot of trucking companies come to us for the broker training. When I say us, I'm talking about Taltoa. They come to us for the broker training just to learn how they can get customers for their own equipment. And that's fine. But while they're going through training, they also see the opportunity for an additional stream of revenue from their brokerage. See what I mean? Check out our website, Taltoa, T-A-L-T-O-A.com. We have all kinds of packages up there. Matter of fact, we're adding one more package for freight brokers. That's going to be coming up here in the next few weeks. Be, be looking for that. And if you're thinking about getting into the industry, as a freight broker, maybe a freight broker agent, yeah, we got stuff there for you too. Understand Tatoa is a consulting firm. We consult freight brokers, trucking companies, freight broker agents. We have training packages with our consulting or training with our consulting packages, I should say. In-depth training where you're getting hands-on with the different tools, programs, software you're going to be using when you actually begin your your broker operation as a Freight broker, freight broker agent. People say, "What? Well, what's the? What package would you recommend?" Well, if you're you're thinking about starting as an agent, and that's pretty much where you want to be for a couple of years. Yeah, the standard, the standard. You're going to get all the essential training. You're going to get the supplemental on-demand training. You have access to all the on-demand material. You have access to live training if you wish. It's optional. You can do on on-demand or the live, whichever. You're going to be able to enter our mentorship program for six months 
Now, what is the mentorship program? That's where you can work through us under our licensed brokerage so you can begin your broker operation. So you can get out there and start gaining experience. You can start building that customer base. And yes, even make money if you move a load. Yeah, we pay standard commission just like any other brokerage to an agent. In the mentorship program, 60% of the net or the profit on the load. Now, what is that, you may ask? Well, okay, let's say you had a load and your customer is paying, I don't know, $3,000 to move that load from point A to point B. And you found a truck and the truck agreed to move the load for $2,200. So if the customer's paying $3,000, the truck's doing the load for $2,200, you got an $800 profit. If that was your load, you would make 60% of that $800. So your commission would be what, $480? And as a broker agent, you're an independent contractor. You're responsible for your own taxes. So if, if you made $480 on that load, you're going to be paid $480 on that load. Anyway, follow the, uh, following the mentorship program after six month period, you still have a six month consulting period. So you got that now during the mentorship program, we're overseeing everything you're doing. You've got the opportunity to work through us. So you can start getting the experience, building a customer base. And at the end of that six months or any time before that, if you decide to move someplace else, move on to another company or whatever, yeah. That's when your consulting will start. You still have an additional six months of consulting. The consulting, you got, you know, you still got the same benefits that you had in the mentorship program. You're just not working through us now. You're out on your own, direct with somebody else or under your own license. But if you got questions, problems, situations, yeah, just pick up the phone and call or email. Get the idea? Anyway, that's available to you. Check it out. Taltoa. T-A-L-T-O-A dot com. Look over the different packages. If you got a question, feel free to call me. 479-668-0838. And I'd be happy to answer any question you might have. Weirdness in Seattle over the weekend. Someone flew a drone over the University of Washington Stanford game, which caused a stoppage for a while until it went away. Sunday, though, someone pulled the same stunt at the Seahawks-Hawks game. The referees there cleared the field. Weird weekend. <laughs> going to blow up, going to blow up, going to detonate a nuclear reactor if my team loses. Now we got people flying drones. Apple Music is replacing Pepsi as the new sponsor for the NFL Super Bowl halftime show. Whoop-de-doo. Pepsi has been the halftime sponsor for a decade, but it does remain the official soft drink of the NFL. The official soft drink of the NFL. <laughs> they pay money just to have that, just to be able to say that. Anyway, over the weekend, uh, Rihanna was announced is going to be the star of the next Super Bowl halftime show. You know those people that do that halftime show stuff, they don't get paid anything? Boy, NFL's got them there, don't they? <laughs> oh, my goodness. TV news drama, KTLA. If you're out in California in LA, you're probably familiar with this. After the station fired one acre to Lynette Ramiro, Another anchor criticized the TV station on the air for letting her go. He was fired, too. <laughs> P. 
Pierce Bronson, he was asked, who should be the next James Bond? His response, I don't care. I don't care. And in Wales, we thought stuff like this will only happen here in the States. In Wales, a woman accused of driving drunk down a pedestrian path, in other words, a sidewalk, said it wasn't her fault. Her dog was actually the one driving. <laughs> All right, what else? Right, let's talk about fuel prices here before we call it a day. Still got to give you the answer to the impossible question. Man, I hope I don't forget to do that. Impossible question. Women take 20 seconds longer than men to do this. <laughs> and as I said before, it's not the bathroom. All right, fuel prices. Uh, don't forget, every Tuesday, we drop a video on YouTube. Fuel and rate updates, where we go over the fuel prices and the uh, average fuel surcharges and spot rates and all that fun stuff. But looking at the fuel, uh, fuel prices this week. Well, gasoline, what happened there? It went up six cents from last week, up to 371, 365 last week, 371 this week. What's going on? AAA has it at 374. A week ago, they had it at 367. Gasoline one year ago, 308. Gasoline two years ago, 209. Sad, isn't it? Sad, sad, sad. All right, let's get down to the nitty gritty. Let's talk about diesel. Diesel, diesel prices are down seven cents from last week. Seven cents a gallon, four eighty nine, <laughs> which they about the only way it can go is down. But no, we they've proved me wrong on that. It can shoot up over five dollars a gallon. Anyway, four eighty nine. It's down seven cents from last week. AAA has it at four eighty nine as well. A week ago, they had it at four ninety four. Same period a year ago, you could buy diesel for three forty one a gallon, and two years ago, you could get it at two thirty nine a gallon. So, pretty wild. Fuel surcharges on average sixty seven cents per mile. Spot rates from last week: vans up point one percent, flatbed and reefer are both down, flatbed point eight percent, reefer one percent down. From last week, spot rates from last month. Van rates are down six cents, down to two forty six, two forty six rather, a mile on average. Flatbed down fifteen, down to two ninety one. Refrigerated down four cents, down to two eighty five. So there you go. Watch the video; it's it's up. You can see the see everything. We break everything down for you. All right, what else? Today's impossible question. We'll close out with this and call it a day. Today's impossible question, women take 20 seconds longer than men to do this. What is it? Parallel park. How about that, huh? <laughs> Parallel park. I can see that. My wife was up someplace. She was telling somebody about parallel parking during, during school or something like that. Driver's ed. I thought, you, can't, you don't parallel park. What are you talking about? You don't parallel park. But anyway, <laughs> she did that day. All right. Uh, Tuesdays, check out YouTube, Tuesday and Thursday. Tuesdays, we drop the fuel and rates update video. Thursday, we drop a, uh, well, just a uh, video talking about freight brokering, things of that nature. But anyway, going to wrap it up for, uh, for this FBTV podcast for Wednesday, September 28th. Be sure to uh, send us an email if you got any questions. Q&As. Happy to answer them during the podcast. 
Email them to FBTV at FreightBrokerTV.com. We have contact forms on our website. You'll find those at FreightBrokerTV.com. And you can even Skype us using your Skype app, FBTV. Be sure to subscribe. Give us a thumbs up. Five stars for these podcasts, even on uh, YouTube as well. Helps us grow. All right, go have a good go have a good go have a good Wednesday and have a good weekend. We're headed that way. Unless of course you've made other plans, we'll talk soon. <laughs>